Welcome to another episode of the CDW Life Nuggets Podcast with Pastor Cher B. Winkley, where the Word of God is the foundational truth that we believe and live. It's life for our spiritual and practical application. Tune in, hear the Word, and prepare to be empowered to manifest and maximize life. And now, a message from Pastor Cher D. Winkley. Hello there, and thank you so much for joining CDW Life Nuggets podcast. I am so very glad and grateful that you are a faithful listener and partner with our podcast. I thank God for um, your faithfulness, and I know for a fact that you have been uh, blessed by every podcast that we record and uh, share with you all, and so I know that this one is no different. I'm looking forward to uh, our time together with our guest uh, today. I bless the Lord for um, just her heart and her humility and for the seeds that she has sown into the kingdom of God. Uh, we have guest Lisa No Smith uh, today on with us, and I am looking forward to the conversation. Uh, she is a gospel artist. Um, of course, you all have heard her, and uh, I'm sure know who she is. Um, she's a wife and a mother, a, a great woman of God, a servant. And again, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing from her as we talk about this week, living the gospel that you sing about. Uh, which is extremely important. So before we begin, I want all of you that are listeners uh, to do me a favor, as we always say, make sure that you listen, one, intently, um, and be prayerful about the things that you hear, and uh, and two, make sure that you share the podcast with those that, are you, that you are connected with so that others may be blessed as well. So Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you for joining. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited about uh, being a part and, um, you know, just even the topic, I was already, you know, intrigued by the conversation and what we were going to talk about because I think it's very, very important. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, so I, I want to uh, dive right into it because, you know, I, I think that with the body of Christ, there's so many things going on. And of course, you know, we are talking during the time of COVID-19, but I don't want to center our conversation around that. I think that the body of Christ needs something that um, that empowers something that they can uh, gravitate to that's foundational um, mm-hmm. beyond or even in the midst of this pandemic, but beyond this pandemic. And what better thing to um, to stand upon, which is the gospel of the word of God that we not only sing, but, you know, we preach about and believers are supposed to live. And so right. I, I want to get right into it in terms of, you know, what are those spiritual uh, disciplines, if if you will, or those routines, or the foundational things that you find uh, that are most important for believers, not just in lieu of the pandemic, but, but for believers at large. You know, I think it's I think it's very important that um, we have a relationship with God first. I think right. with any right. profession, anything, you know, if you're going to be a minister, if you're going to be a singer, if you're going to be a psychologist, if you're going to be an usher, if you're going to be a choir member, choir member, I think it's very important that it starts with your relationship with God, your commitment to God. Because I think if you have the, that, if that's the main priority, everything else that you do behind that will kind of prioritize. But it starts with, so for me, it's um, being active in my church. It is uh, having a consistent uh, prayer life. Um, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. And it really starts with the whole praying thing, you know, like, because you, mm-hmm. you, you got to really, you know, I always 
imagine that as a rope being tied from me to God always. The more I pray, mm-hmm. the longer, you know, the, the tighter that rope gets, the stronger that rope gets. Every time I pray, I'm in constant contact with him and it keeps me connected to him. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me, you know, it keeps our relationship tight. You know, I can talk to him and then we're so together that I can also hear from him. So for me, it starts with prayer, um, active in my church and um, kind of prioritizing my life with my family. You know, and then after that, then I'm like, you know, singer and, you know, all the other things that I do, all of that comes after that, you know. Right, right. And that's so important. You know, I, I admire um, men and women of God who have like a major gospel or global presence, but are still very faithful to um, their local church and, um, you know, are a part of serving the body of Christ and a more tangible and not to say that the ministry is not tangible when you travel to preach or when you travel to sing, but in a more right. tangible uh, um, way. Talk about that because I, I think that sometimes people miss, you know, that reality of you can't be who God wants you to be unless you go outside of that. How how do you balance being a servant and serving your church and being in the limelight as you are? You know, <clears throat> I get asked that question so much. Like, how do you balance that or how do you prioritize that? For me, to be honest with you, and I don't know if I should even say this aloud, but I do every time, it was never about me being in the limelight. You know, like I didn't set out to be an artist. Um, I started singing because I grew I was born to a singing family. So my grandmother was already mm-hmm. singing. My mother was already singing. And so, I, you know, naturally, me and my brother began to sing and play instruments and do that. Um, so as I grew older and I understood, you know, what I was doing and then, you know, it comes with this platform. It comes with the, you know, the limelight automatically as God, you know, blesses you and enlarges your territory or however you want to look at that. But for me, I think it's, I say the same thing. And I always say for me, because I think, and I hate saying it because it sounds so redundant, but for me, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, but it's never been about the limelight. It was always about, just doing what I love to do. And in God, you know, I'm reminded of the scripture and I can't think of the book and chapter, but I know it says that mm-hmm. if you humble yourself that he will exalt you. And yes, um, if you yes. exalt yourself, you know, those kind of things, it was just me just singing. And then God said, okay, all right, I can, you know, I'm going to take you this far. Let me see if I can trust, trust you. you yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I trust you to do this or go this far? Can I trust you to be on TV and still come back and serve? So serving in my church was what I was, you know, it's just what we do. My grandfather's a pastor. My father is mm-hmm. a preacher, was a pastor. Um, my grandmother was always like the ideal first lady who spoke wow. on all of the women's days and all that kind of stuff. So when I began right. to play piano at 12, I played for my grandfather. The very first church I ever played for was my grandfather. I played for oh, him wow. for 16 years. So from the wow. age of 12 until I was, you know, 28, 27, something like that, I played for my grandfather. And um, mm-hmm. so serving was just, it was just something we did. You didn't think about it as serving. We just, that's what we did. I was born into that kind of family. And we, we, we spend more time at church. It's not a cliche. We spend more time at church than we did. Right. I understand. But, <laughs> but, you know, I never thought of it as it's taking me away from something, especially as it related to being an artist and being, you know, in the light or being on the stage and light camera. Action, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I never saw it after that. God 
Yeah. God afforded me that opportunity. You get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. You, no. And that is so good. And I want those of you that hear and that are listening to hear that because when when you seek after the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and yes. all of his righteousness and all of the things that you desire that they'll be added. And I can quote scripture mm-hmm. all day long, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And so you saying that that was not something that you necessarily sought after, that God gave it to you because of your servant, your servant's heart and where you were rooted in the place that you served. I think it's important for those of you that are listening to know that, that what God gives is based upon his ability to be able to trust in terms of that grandiose, you know, that platform or this following Mm. or can God trust you where you are is the question. (laughs) Can you be faithful to where you are? And I think that's so important. Um, and, and I would say, and this is what I admire so much about you, um, is, is your ability to, even from a, you know, from looking on, I don't, I don't know all of the details. I'm learning just as our listeners are learning in terms of your history to that magnitude, but you seem so grounded. And I think that's important for people to know that that comes from your heart to serve Christ and you not forsaking your foundation as the Lord elevates you. Um, and so I, I think that's an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing in terms of as you, as you, um, elevated and the Lord gave you your gift to, to sing and to minister and to bless the hearts of the people. Um, did you ever feel that there was sort of a pullback? Um, was there ever a tug of war between where God was taking you or where you saw the Lord taking you versus, um, where you were or where you had come from? Did you ever feel a tug or was it an easy process because of where you, um, you know, your foundation and, and your family surrounding? You know, I think that um, all of us go through this um, sort of phase in life where we're trying to find ourselves and trying to figure out yeah, who yeah. we are and what our passions are and what we like, what we desire, especially, you know, I do women's empowerment and I talk a lot about um, between the ages of 25 and 30, where I really was trying okay. to figure out who I was. Like not, mm-hmm. you know, I knew that I was gifted. I knew that God anointed me. I knew all that kind of stuff. But there was also, uh, I was working and I was doing property management at the time and I specialized in distressed property. And I never forget coming in contact with a group of people who did things that I didn't do. You know, they went out to the mm-hmm, club mm-hmm. and they did, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, you know that you're called and people can see it. They saw, you know, they, right. they act different when I walk in the room. It's like, you know, don't say that because she just came in here, you know, holy roll, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I wanted to, I had a moment where I knew that if I continue to advance in my calling, continue to do what God called me to do, that it would mm-hmm. um, ultimately, it would separate me, for lack of a better term, from certain right. things, certain people, certain places, certain. But at that time, I had to ask myself, you know, what's more important and how bad do I want what God has for me? Because Absolutely. you got to know that every decision that you make, it comes with um, a consequence, especially if it's a bad decision, decision, yeah. then, you know, you gotta, you know, there's certain things that you got to give up. It's a give and take. It's, you know, so many mm-hmm. ways, different ways to look at it. But for me, I thought how everything that I'm praying for and everything I desire from God, because at the time I wasn't married and I really wanted to be married and I really wanted to be um, the woman that God had called me to be. And I was thinking 
how bad do you want what you've been praying for? Because that's going to determine how quickly you'll, you know, how you you say the girls are going to go out the girls' night. Yeah, you know, well, it ain't going to be that bad. I I know I ain't got to drink if I don't want to drink. And I know I ain't got to do this and I ain't got to do that. But I'm the beacon of light. I am the light. You know, I am the church. I am the so because they see that in me, I, I knew that it was so extremely important that I, I was very careful with how I handled my responsibility. And um, so for me, that tug of war was, I always talk, talk myself out of doing the wrong thing. Like, wait a minute, you know, you don't have to give up something. Wait a minute. You know, if you do right. that, this right. I mean, but everybody doesn't have that, you know. But that's why I say in the beginning of my uh, beginning of us talking, I was saying that constant relationship, that constant talk to God, because I need to be able to hear from him. And I mm-hmm. often say to people, um, I love how the movies, you know, kind of put the put the devil on one side and they put the angel on the other side. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it talks to you and it says, no, you could do this. You could do. It. But really, um, that's us versus us. That's, um, you know, uh, our wow. desires our needs versus our wants, you know, it's mm-hmm. us talking to us, um, that Holy ghost that, you know, that, that God said he was sin to bring all things back to our remembrance and to guide us all of that. That's really us. So for me, right. I just let that voice speak loudly in my ear. I make sure. Okay. All right, Lisa, if you do that, you know, what's going on. <laughs> and I try to make sure that, that the Holy ghost is a little bit stronger than my flesh. Um, and, and I try to please him because if I, if I'm obedient to what God says, I never have to sacrifice. Oh, oh man. That's that was so good. good. That oh, was that was good so too. good. Oh, obedience is better than sacrifice. So if I am obedient, I never have to say that is so good. That's so good. Yeah. You know, for those that are, for those of you that are listening and, and you are, the Bible says that the flesh and the spirit always war against one another. And you yeah. are in, in, in that a realm of a war and you, you or your, you know, the demonic influence or your desires or the temptations are overwhelming mm-hmm. you and overtaking you. At some point, you're going to have to make a choice in terms of what you yield to and what you listen to. And what I'm hearing her say is that, you know, having a relationship with Christ in prayer and being faithful to what is important to God will cultivate you making that Mm. choice. You know, it it will create that, you know, even though I may, it may cross my mind, it doesn't come to fruition in my actions because of who I'm faithful to in my heart. Then that's so important. This is so good. (laughs) <laughs> that's so so important so you know out of out of that um as you are you know pouring yourself out and you're giving yourself in terms of one to christ you know two to your to your family and to your church and then to the world and whoever you know your audience whomever is blessed by what you have to share do you ever have those and i know this may be a redundant question but for our listeners do you ever have that those moments where you feel depleted and you feel um stretched to your limit and and in those moments how do you uh where do you find your strength spiritually and even with people or you know whatever those things are you know it it, it is one of those things that it came with 
um, I'd like to say the territory. Uh, we right. talked earlier and I was saying, you know, I didn't really seek after being um, Lisa Knowles, Smith, the artist, the, mm-hmm. you know, preacher. I didn't really seek after those things, but it comes with a great responsibility. And right. I think what keeps me going is, is that I know that I prioritize my life. So um, I, a lot of people ask me, how do you, how do you juggle all those things? And I tell them, this is my priority. My priority is God then to my husband and my family and then to Uh everything else. And I know that when I'm, when I'm doing things and, and everything is prioritized and everything is operating in its respective place, then a lot of times I don't uh, necessarily get depleted because when it's time for me, and I know that's a, that's a tough thing to say, but it's the truth because, and, and, and it didn't happen overnight. It happened with me learning um, how to do this. I know that the most important thing for me to do is spend my time or spend some time with God and making sure that I'm praying and make sure that, you know, I'm strong in the spirit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then making sure that here I'm being a wife and my husband is happy and my kids are taken care mm-hmm. of and they're not missing their mom. Um, and I'll, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And then when that young lady reaches out to me and says, Miss Lisa, I need help in this area or blah, 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 blah. Then I'm able because each part of me, I've given what I'm supposed to give to it. And I know mm-hmm. that when, you know, I do what I'm supposed to do when I'm supposed to do it. And when I, if I ever get to a point where I am extremely exhausted, I feel like it's because I've given myself, I've given a little bit too much attention to, to another area and I'm not balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, misproportioned. Yeah. I feel like, you know, yeah. when my balance is off, I start to feel depleted. If I'm giving more of myself, um, as an artist, or so more of myself to everybody else, and then my home, everything is off balance here. Then I get tired. I get mentally worn down. Right, right. I'm always trying to keep up with you know. But if you ba- if you put everything in its place, mm-hmm. if you, you know put you know where God is supposed to be, He's at the top. Put your family. Then it kind of helps with with over exerting yourself in other areas. If that makes sense. Uh, it does, and 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 I I think that you know <laughs> it absolutely does. And, for those and of, I have a way of putting things, and it sounds so good to me. Then I have to think about it. Like I'll be no, it it makes <laughs> it. And for those of you that are listening, you know what I think is important to um, grab a hold to that she just said is prioritizing those things that are important. And I know that, you know, maybe five minutes ago, you probably heard the same thing, but that's, that is so important. And it's important to hear um, repetitive learning so that it can seek in your mind and in your spirit and Mm -hmm. in your heart and the nurse in your life. But it's so important to have people and things in their proper places. When you have um, God is off kilter or the word of God or your relationship with prayer is not where it ought to be. And then as a wife, um, you're out of line. And as a mother, you're all over the place and don't feed into your children. Or if you don't have a spouse um, and you are not in submission to and not um, in partnership with those things that are important to God, then you'll find yourself um, imbalanced. You know, and it's so important to make sure that you have things in their proper places um, so that you can be properly used the way God sees fit and not overused by people and things. (laughs) Were you looking at yourself like what? That's exactly what I was saying. The the way you just said it, I was, that's what I was saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was saying. No, I get it. We're on the same page. I understand. I follow. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
so you know what are what are i i would you know say some of those I think that everybody in life, uh, no matter where you are in life and in your journey with Christ or however it may be, that we all have those, uh, what I like to call those valley moments where um, you really find um, out who God is that's opposite of what you think of him and he reveals himself in a way you've never experienced him before. What is a um, one of those that you can discuss and talk about um, that became a valuable teachable moment for you um, that you can share in lieu of how it is that we ought to handle uh, the valley moments and be in tune with the spirit of God during those for our listeners. Um, I, I could absolutely um, talk about that. I think for, for a long time, um, my language was, I dealt with the spirit of rejection and uh, I had yeah. a baby out of wedlock at a very early age. I was 19 years old. I won't say very early, but I was 19, about to be 20. Mm-hmm. And um, I went through this period because I was already singing. I was already out in the public eye. And I never forget mm-hmm. uh, people being really ugly towards me and you know, towards, and, you know, she's out in the front, she's singing in the choir. And I had, I was, I was yeah. a part of a church. Uh, that was apostolic at the time, and they make you, you know, apologize to the congregation, and you have to sit yeah. out in the choir. And, you know, I went through that that season, and even I carried that up until I was about thirty. I carried mm-hmm. feeling um, like everybody could see the bad decision that I made. Um, yeah, everybody could see it on me, and for years I was in a valley. And I wrote, I pinned. Um, a song called This Too Shall Pass. And in that song, mm. I, I began to talk about how time after time, um, I gave my heart away just to be lied to, abused, hurt. And then I still mm-hmm. got to sing with a smile on my face. That's what I would say. Now, everybody's laughing and they're pointing at you. Um, but they don't know God's, God's plan for your life. They don't know what he's going to bring you through. And I, and I kept on singing, this too, it's got to pass. And yes, in that yes. moment, I realized that God was, so intentional. It took me to get 30 years old before I realized mm-hmm. that God is intentional. Now he gives us yeah. uh, choices. He gives yeah. us choices. He gives us uh, a way out. The Bible says that he will not tempt us beyond without giving us a way of escape. He's not going to, you know, right. just, you know, yeah, he's not going to just put something on you without giving you a way of escape. So um, right. at that at that age, I was so young and I didn't realize that and I didn't know. So here, from 10 years, from the time I was 19, 29, turning 30, I, I realized that God was intentional, that everything that he allows us to go through, not makes us, but everything that he allows uh, mm-hmm. us to go through, uh, sometimes mm-hmm. because of our choices, uh, sometimes because of the lessons that we have to learn, sometimes this stuff that we're going to use later on in life and you don't see it. But at 30, um, I begin to work on my Loving Me Again Women's Empowerment um, conference that I started having. And um, mm-hmm. everything that I had went through, <laughs> begin to God began to bring it right before me in my face. Wow. Yep. You had to go through that so that you could yeah. do this. Because, you know, think of it like this. If you got in the airplane and the pilot says, hey, um, I'm, a, I'm your pilot. I'm sergeant, whoever, captain, whoever. This is my first mm-hmm. time flying. Ninety percent of us would feel like, you know what? I'm going to just catch the next flight. Because right. Because <laughs> he's inexperienced to fly. 
Though he's yeah. had test runs, he's learned, he's probably used a little thing. But if this is his first time physically flying the plane, we're going to have some, you know, a few concerns yeah. uh, about yeah. getting on the plane. And I feel like that about life. Uh, some of the things that you we go through, we can understand them better by hearing it from somebody who's been through what you're going through. Yeah. My mom, yeah. a 20-year cancer survivor, she can tell somebody who's freshly diagnosed, God can do mm-hmm. it. He can do mm-hmm. it. You can live. There's life because I've lived 20 years. You know, it's different yeah. when you have experience in it. So, you know, for me, my Valley experience taught me that God is intentional. He doesn't do anything, but he's not surprised by anything that we're going through. He doesn't, you know, kinda, you know, mistakenly, you know, allow mm-hmm. us to go through this or what he, he's not that kind of guy. He's intentional. And if God gives it to you, the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, for we know that all things work together for the good of them mm-hmm. who love the Lord. And I like to say it like this. When I sing, I said, if he gave it to you, it's got to work for you. It's got to. That's so good. I hope y'all wrote that down. If he gave it to you, it's got to work for you. That's so, that is so good. You know, I, I think that it, it is um, important for those of you that are listening to hear the depth and the sincerity and the transparency, if, if you know, we be honest, that she is sharing with us to be able to, because a lot of times you see people, your pastors, your leaders, gospel artists that you admire, uh, political leaders, maybe not that you admire, but they're just political leaders or whoever, you know, these, um, the figures are that we look to and, and we treat them as, um, as idols in a sense. And, yeah. you know, we don't think that they can, um, that they bleed or that they laugh or that they hurt or that they go through anything, you know, and, and so when you hear somebody who's willing to say, no, I've, I've gone through this and I experienced this and, this is how I overcame and this is how God revealed himself to me. I think it's necessary to grab a hold of all of those nuggets that are being um, bestowed upon you so that you can apply it to your life and know that yes. the Lord is intentional, that he is um, not caught off guard by anything, even COVID-19 as we're recording this during this time, but yes. he's not Lord. caught off guard by anything. Um, he is very meticulous and strategic about what's important to him. And, you know, I say this all the time. If if the Lord could spend chapters upon chapters, and we know that he wasn't talking in chapter form, but if he can spend chapters upon chapters telling Moses and Solomon, I want this to be 10 cubics here, six cubics there, put the wood here, yeah. put the go here, about, a, about an earthly temple, then surely he cares about us as his sons and his daughters and the body yeah. of Christ. And so I think it's important for you all to hear that, that no matter where you are, that the Lord is intentional. And if he can do it for one, he can do it for you <laughs> and yeah. he can do it for your household and for your family. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that because, you know, I, again, I think it's important for people to hear just that transparent journey uh, that is empowering and enlightening for them as, as, as they go through as well. And so I, um, I, you know, just to culminate our conversation, I living the gospel you sing about, preach about, talk about, post about on social media. You know, yeah. I, I think that <laughs> I think that being authentically genuine um, is so important in this in this day and age, in the time of which we're living in. People need to see Christ before they need to see you, and what yeah. they see of Him needs to be real. <laughs> it needs, I don't, I know no other way to say it. It needs to be real. And so I thank mm-hmm. you so much for spending your time just 
sharing and uh, talking with our listeners and being open and uh, and transparent to share your heart uh, with those that are listening and those they're connected with. Is there anything else that you want to uh, just to kind of close out to share with our listeners, whether it be about the pandemic or just in form of an encouragement? You know, I think uh, absolutely there's something I want to share, and I've shared on my platforms, and I've told people that God is, even during this COVID-19, I feel like he's giving us the opportunity to reset, reset Mm -hmm. some things. Um, He really dropped it in my spirit. My husband and I were talking uh, one day, and, you know, we kind of really, honestly, we were saying, um, you know, it's been kind of fun to be able to spend time with the family and the kids and, you know, having a moment with just reconnecting because everything is about perspective. So instead of, you know, saying, I wish I could go outside. I wish I could do this. I wish Mm -hmm. I could go. I wish I could. We, you know, begin to do things that we hadn't done in years, you know, sit around and play Uno and, you know, teach the kids, you know, new fun things and color and draw. Right, right. I bought bought sidewalk chalk and we went outside and, you know, drew characters on the ground. Just things that we that before. Just simple things. Yeah. Yeah, just little simple things. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I know that there, I believe that um, God has something in all of us to do, um, to to plan, to build, to, you know, right, it's, it's right. something in all of us. And we have to really take the time to hear his voice. He's giving giving all of us the opportunity to reset the idea that you had that you didn't do, or, you know, you want to go back to school, or you wanted to start that organization, or you wanted to get your 501c3 for a foundation, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you wanted to do. God says, I'm giving you time. You know, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the most valuable thing in the world, my grandfather taught me a long time ago, is that the most important thing that you could give people, the most expensive thing you can give to anybody is time. It's and time, yeah. um, God Absolutely. has given us just time. Literally, right. time to right, think right. about, time to think time away from our jobs and yeah it's it's not a, a pretty thing and I don't want to definitely I don't want to make it sound like COVID-19 is just a you know but oh, it, of course, for the believer yeah. yeah but for the believer mm-hmm. I'm praying I'm believing but I'm also taking this time to reset mm-hmm. myself to restabilize mm-hmm. myself to get get in position so that when you know when I'm able to go back out um God you know this idea that you gave me I'm gonna run with it who says right to say that God doesn't want to bless you. You want to be prosperous and you're praying to be a millionaire, but you think you're going to get it by some crazy settlement. God says, no, that idea I gave you, it's going to do right. it. But I need, you to, yes, I need yes. you to work it. You ain't yeah, working. The, yeah. You ain't doing it. You're not working the time. You're not using. So I really want to leave that with, with all the listeners that reset yourself, reposition yourself. Um, with the mm-hmm. stuff that God has given you, he's given it to you. He wants us to be prosperous. I just believe that. I've lived by it. I believe that we have everything in our hands to do what right. God has called us to do and be blessed by it. We just don't use it. We just don't use right. it. Reset. And you know, here, here's the crazy thing is that the Lord is going to require it of us, whether we use it or not. I often, I often think about the master with the servant and the 10,000, the 5,000, the one. The master came back and asked all three of them, what they did with what he gave, you know, yeah. and so the Lord is going to require 
of you, what he's given you, you're going to have to be held accountable for it, whether you use it or not. Or not. Um, and, or, and so the important thing is to seek the Lord for wisdom this time that, that God has given. And of course, we all know that, that COVID-19 has bred a lot of grief and of sorrow, um, you know, and a lot of uncertainty. And for some of you, yes. um, fear, but I, I speak faith over each and every one of you that are listening. Yes. And the encouragement is for you to tap into the thing that God has given you um, in prayer and reading his word and the gifts and the talents and the desires that God has placed on the inside of you. Because again, he's going to ask you what you did with it, whether you did something with it or not. <laughs> And you don't want to have to give an account without an answer as to what you did or did not do with what God has given you. Um, And so I I appreciate you so much um, for you taking your time to pour into us and to share your heart with our listeners. And and again, as I stated, to just be transparent about uh, your journey and your life and how the Lord has really led you uh, so that those that are listening can be affected um, in a practical spiritual manner as to how God can um, be effective in their life and how they can be effective in this kingdom. So thank you again so very much. I, I want you. for you, uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I appreciate you for taking your time out. Um, I want you to share your uh, website and just your information as to how um, our listeners can connect with you or what things you have up and coming that they can participate in. I am, um, of course, on all social media outlets, on Facebook, on Instagram, right. as Lisa No Smith. And my website is IamLisaNoSmith.com. All that information. Typically, I'm I'm very, I love talking to people and love encouraging and staying connected to the people. Because I think for what we do, um, I, you said it earlier on the call, that what we do is not about us. It's about, it's really about God. I don't want people to right. see Lisa. I really want you to see God through my life, through my choices through my songs, everything that I want you to be able to just see the Jesus in me. So I'm working on the Loving Me Again retreat again. I do it every year in September. So hopefully Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be able to uh, still do that. It's going to be in Birmingham, Alabama. And I have women at the first year we did it. We had over 300 women present, and uh, each year awesome. it's just getting gooder, gooder and gooder. That's what we say. Come on here, gooder and gooder. <laughs> gooder and gooder, better and better. <laughs> That's and, good. Uh, we, yeah, we always uh, try to do fun things, and last year we had a fashion yeah. show, and some of the, I mean, it was just good. This year we're going to do a, um, a pajama party and we're going to do couch conversations uh, with oh, Tammy Haddon and, um, you know, just kind of talk about women. We like to talk. So, you know, just kind of right, open right. the floor for people to talk and, you know, whatever. And we're just going to hang out and then we have some singing and some preaching. I'm going to be preaching. And I've had Evangelist Latrice Ryan and some of the others just come and just be a blessing. Awesome, so awesome. I really try to do just uh, empowerment. I think, um, it's very important. I'll say this and I'll be done. I always say that the women, we are kind of um, the backbones of our families. And if we're not good, mm-hmm. then the family's not good. Um, our mm-hmm. husbands, if everybody's in their respective role, even if you're not married, but you have kids or whatever it is that you do, we are uh, creators. We are nurturers. We are breeders. Right, we are right. life givers. We are. And all of the things that we are, if we're not good and we're not um relaxed or we're not um in a good headspace mentally or physically or emotionally then somebody suffers 
So uh, mm-hmm. I created this event to love on you. It's called Loving Me Again. So focusing that attention on making sure that you're good so that every aspect of you or every area that you operate in can operate like it should. So, you know, um, just be on the lookout for that and, you know, all of the support, all the love. If it's nothing but sending me a message, I love it. I check every message. I read every email because, again, it's not about me. It's about it's about the, the God in me. Awesome. Awesome. So you all heard it. Uh, it was, it's a lot for me to repeat. I just want you to rewind <laughs> it and listen to it again, right down the day, right, <laughs> right down the day. <laughs> all right. Cause I usually try to do a recap, but that was a lot to recap. So yeah. mm-hmm. I want you to rewind it. Cause I'm a talker. I talk so much. Y'all no, rewind I, it. And write listen, it. <laughs> I understand. I understand. <laughs> so rewind it, take a listen to it, uh, connect with her and, um, and be blessed by her. You know, I, uh, of course, she is a phenomenal singer. I mean, we're singing up under a building, um, but but has a pure heart and um, has a word from the Lord. And so I, I want you all to connect and follow her and uh, and be praying uh, for her as the Lord continues to send her and lead her and guide her in terms of what he uh, desires. So, again, thank you so much. I appreciate all of you all. Uh, that are faithful listeners, again, and are faithful partners to the podcast. I want to reiterate the necessity for for you to share with those that you're connected with. People need to hear this word that she's given us. And so I want you to encourage others to take a listen to the podcast as well and to be prayerful about what you received and assert your hearts and find out what it is that the Lord uh, wants you to do and in terms of your relationship with him and your relationship with others and how you can be a benefit and a blessing to the kingdom. So God bless you all. Again, thank you so much. I appreciate you uh, and be uh, on the lookout and in tune for our next podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the CDW Life Nuggets podcast. To get more information or if you want to hear a repeat broadcast, download the Share D Weekly Ministries mobile app on the App Store and also available on Google Play. Or you can visit shareweekly.org. May God bless you and heaven smile richly upon you. This has been another CDW Life Nuggets podcast. Until we meet again, remember to manifest and maximize life.